podcast time. Your mom, grab your friends. We'll talk about very distant lands. We met the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My God, an Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. <laughs> and here we are talking about Adventure Time all the way from the beginning to the end. And we have a special guest today. Yeah, we do. Yeah. It's Natasha. I'm here again. Yeah, talking about another Fiona and Cake episode. Fiona and Cake. Wait, there's a Fiona and Cake episode on this one? Technically. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. It's, it's half yeah. and half. It is. It, it is. is half it's half. true. It's it, true. I can't, I can't believe how little I remembered from this one. Wait, you mean like when you watched it like just minutes ago or from before? Oh, from before. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, there's this whole episode where it's like, not all Ice King telling the story. Yeah, same. I when I rewatched this one, I was like, "Oh, I completely forgot about that." Yeah, yeah, me too. And I forgot that Donald Glover was uh Marshall Marshall Lee. Yeah. So Natasha, how are you? Doing good. Just trucking along, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Absolutely. Um. So, how are things going with your podcast? Uh, we had to take a break from that. We haven't picked it back up yet, unfortunately, but um, it's, yeah, it got to be like a lot of work and yeah. with a 40 hour job, it's like, okay, we need to work on our balance on this a little bit more before we pick it back up. So we haven't figured out that balance yet. <laughs> we can totally relate to that. We just 100%. took a three month break. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like, it was so, starting um, to become its own 40-hour work week kind of job. Yes. And it's, it's just like, oh, yeah, I, I don't want to work 80 hours a week. Yeah, I mean, yeah. podcasting can do that. Yeah. Uh, um, would you mind telling the listeners a little bit about your show? Yeah. So uh, my partner and I, uh, Kyle, we do a Team Avatar podcast. That's the name of the podcast. And it's about Avatar The Last Airbender, as well as Legend of Korra and uh the the comics that follow both of those shows as well as the kiyoshi books eventually <laughs> um we almost finished avatar the last airbender uh, which is a feat in itself i just want to throw that yeah, out there absolutely. that's insane by the way yes um and we just kind of like it's very much like oh my glob podcast where we talk about the show and things that we like things that we didn't like and um give fun facts about the show and just kind of share our experience of it. But yeah, yeah. I've really enjoyed we'll what I've it, heard we'll so far. We'll pick it back up. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great pod. If you're a fan of, um, Airbet, what do you Avatar? call it? Avatar. Avatar, Avatar DVD. <laughs> Avatar, the last airbender. Check it out. Where can they find it? It's on, uh, oh my goodness. Wow. It's been so long. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's on anchor.fm slash okay. team avatar podcast. Um, and like it, it also goes to like iTunes and Spotify, yeah. pretty much anywhere that you pick up a podcast. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Matthew. Yeah. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> uh, we just spent a good half hour trying to figure out like, uh, setting up the um, podcast recording through discord and everything. I know I was here and I'm technologically challenged. <laughs> Are you, question mark? 
sick. I am. You know, like three, was it three, three years into recording a podcast now and I'm still having issues every single time we record. <laughs> it's okay. It's yep. okay. It's a learning opportunity. I'm no audio engineer. <laughs> you know what? I still like you. Thank you. Yeah. How are you? Um, I am swell. Good. That's all I got. Awesome. I'm just over here wiping my disgusting allergy face. Gross, Matt. <laughs> oh, no. Why you got to bring up your disgusting allergy face? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's coming up Millhouse. It's not even spring yet. <laughs> <laughs> it is technically spring. We That's what I was going to say, so thank you for saying it. Oh, daylight saving started today. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's, That's right. why I'm so exhausted. Oh, man. That's also why I slept in so late. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Same. <laughs> yeah. I woke up 45 minutes before we were supposed to start recording. And Abe was like, we got to get, we got to watch these episodes. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> he, like, he was like panic boy. It was hilarious. He's like, we, well, we'll just record separate things. Uh, uh, uh. And I was like, stop. Breathe. It's going to be fine. Everything is going to be okay. Oh, man. Daylight savings just messes with everything. It's the worst. It does. But we're going to get an it extra is. hour of sunlight tonight. I, the benefit is that the crippling seasonal depression is going to lift, so I'm super excited yep. about that. <laughs> Yesterday when it was sunny, I was like, what is this? And I was like, man, my mood is so much better today. I feel regulated. I feel like my life is great. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. It's that blaring thing in the sky right. providing <laughs> joy. Except we're in Washington, so that extra hour of sunlight is just an extra hour of light gray weather <laughs> yep <laughs> it's true <laughs> uh, okay so we have two episodes like two episodes that we're recovering covering not recovering from covering <laughs> bad little boy and then the second one which i totes loved was uh vault of bones yeah uh dungeon crawl episodes yeah so should we get to them guys yeah. Let's do it. Let's do the things. All right. So, Bad Little Boy, IMDb rating of 8.2. Um, overall number is 115. It's episode 11 of season five. I can't believe we're already in episode 11. Yeah, we're uh, we're doing better. <laughs> we're trucking along, <laughs> yo. <laughs> it's pretty Dad impressive. Thank you. Only took two weeks off this time. Listen. <laughs> It is. I I feel the challenge. I feel the challenge. Um, directed by Larry Leachliner, uh, Adam Muto, written and storyboarded by Cole Sanchez and Rebecca Shaga. Original air date, February 18th, 2013. Um, and it had 3.08 million U.S. viewers. Oh, yeah. And the title card is a picture of Fiona sitting inside of, like, Cake has made herself into, like, a loop. Yeah, like a bullseye almost. Yeah, and then she's sitting inside of it with like a doll of Prince Gumball and... I wanted to call him Prince Bubblegum. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Me too. Every time. I think Cake has a doll of uh, Fiona. Fiona. And then in the background, you see Marshall Lee with a doll of himself, I think. Yeah, that's not weird at all. And there's also clouds. And he's carrying an umbrella, a red umbrella. Yeah. Hey, oh, I... Go ahead. Sorry, Natasha. Uh, so do you have the show notes open? I do. Okay, so I was thinking, since we have a special guest, so you know how we like alternate between paragraphs like on the synopsis? Mm -hmm. uh, Natasha, would you mind, would you like to do, um, it's like instead of alternating every other paragraph, like we alternate between three? And yeah. do you want to do some synopsis reading with us? Sure, yeah. 
Cool. All right, I'm so going she's to stumble the over all of my words. So <laughs> are good. we. That's it's what good. editing's all about. <laughs> <laughs> Matt is great at the editing, so it's it all works out fine, yep. just fine. Amy's just uh, changing the text to red for yours. Perfect. I, okay. Matt, also, it's Matt good. needs to take a breath, man. He is like freaking out. It's no, really no. I'm, funny. I'm saying uh, editing. I know what you're saying, and you're like really anxious. That, I'm not anxious. That that Natasha is gonna be like upset or something. It just oh no. Okay. Editing is great. It's my best friend. All right, so let's begin with our synopsis. So this episode begins with Doctor Prince running through the Candy Kingdom's forest, holding the Enchiridion in his hand, mumbling "Oh no!" repeatedly. It is revealed that he is running from a giant. Gigantic Gunter on which Fiona and Cake are riding. Fiona commands Gunter to fire the laser cannon, and a pink bubbling laser beam shoots from his beak, knocking Dr. Prince to the ground. Cake congratulates Fiona and rewards her by feeding her a ball of spaghetti. Yeah. Which I think is like amazing BT dubs. If I had a cat that was like, You did such a good job, here's some spaghetti, I'd be like, Yes, please. Yeah. Except it have cat fur all over it. <laughs> That's <laughs> kind of gross. Yeah. I totally forgot till now. There is a Dr. Princess. So Dr. Prince, Dr. Yeah. Princess. Yeah. yeah. Also, mm-hmm. this opening. Oh, ep- words. This opening is super awesome. And I yeah. really, really liked it. I also yes. love Dr. Prince. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Cake becomes aware that the Dr. Prince has now recovered from the laser beam, claiming he is unharmed by the laser because he is a really strong guy. And that he remembered to take his doctor pills that morning. I wonder what doctor pills are. Yeah, right? Can I get some of them? (laughs) Yeah, that sounds great. So he then retaliates by pulling a hanging dolphin from a nearby tree and throwing it at Fiona and Cake, narrowly missing them. And when the dolphin passes by, it looks back and it's like, next time. Derpy dolphin. (laughs) So Fiona and Cake jump down from the giant gunter and demand that uh, the reading from Dr. Prince. He throws the book at them while making monkey sounds. Yeah, which is... He did make monkey sounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Fiona thanks him for it in surprise. It turns out to be a bomb after Cake realizes it is. And immediately Fiona throws it back at him moments before it explodes in a blast of confetti and streamers in midair. I really liked that that yeah. element to it. Yeah. That was <laughs> I'm fun. curious if it had blown up in their face. Would it just been like a bunch of like confetti and streamers? Like, was it really a bad bomb? Yeah. Was it a surprise yeah, I'm bomb? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just a fun little streamer confetti thing. It's fine. <laughs> totally. Yeah, it's like one of those things that were like, if like, uh, if uh, like Magic Man threw something like that at them, it would just like explode into like dirty water or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Body parts, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Magic Man. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, as they watch the confetti fall, the real Enchiridion opens in Dr. Prince's hand, and Ice King emerges from an orange flame-like portal within, slapping Dr. Prince across the face and leaving a hand-shaped mark. Ice King chastises him and de- demands that he leave and never do wrong things again, declaring he had been acting like a knucklehead. Dr. Prince <laughs> agrees, drops the Enchiridion, and flicks a switch on his Dr. P belt, activating a jetpack which sends him flying upwards. All okay. Solid. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I was super surprised when IK popped out. I was like, wait, 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 what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's happening? I, I love how they keep trolling the audiences into thinking that, like, Fiona and Cake are going to become one with, like, the real world within Adventure Time. Yeah. Yes. I don't think it ever happens. <laughs> Which is unfortunate because, like, it is canon, obvi. But, like, what would happen if Fiona and Cake were to, like, 
integrate into ooh. Yeah. It would be weird. It would be weird. I actually bet that Fiona and Finn would be like besties. You think so? Yeah. Do you think they would be lovers? No. <laughs> it's, it's not like uh, Loki where he meets the female version of himself and they fall in love. <laughs> That's weird. And it's because I mean, is it like himself? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was like, I make sense that the only person Loki could fall in love with is himself. Very narcissistic. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> speaking of superheroes, did you see the, the Batman yet? No, I have not. Oh, okay. I'm so behind on movies. That's okay. We'll we'll give you a pass, but you should see it. Yeah. I, I, I will. I will. Definitely. And make sure you bring lots of snacks. It's three hours long. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Fiona and Cake rush over to the Ice King as he pulls himself out of the end curvating. He introduces himself and describes himself as a really cool guy and returns Enchiridion to Fiona. In her joy and thankfulness, she asks to be his best and closest friend. Ice King agrees and suggests they have a best and closest friend lunch, producing a uh, sparkling tray of mac and cheesels, which is mac and cheese, uh, from behind his back, which also is the best gift ever, <laughs> BT Dubs. Yes. Uh, Matt has thoughts about that. Um <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it elicits more compliments, hugs, and awes from Fiona and Cake. Ice King begins to cry in joy, overwhelmed that they are actually real. Aww. Matt, tell Aww. us how you feel about macaroni and cheese. Well, not only do I not like mac and cheese, but mac and cheese that's been outside clearly for a while. It has like that <laughs> nasty skin growing on the top of it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. And you know, Ice King's nasty fingers have been inside of it, too. Like, <laughs> he like, like, oh, put yeah. some in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'll save some of these for later. Uh, <laughs> my ice kicking person is getting worse, by the week. It sounds like Krusty the Clown now. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, also, Ice King is just like, like, okay. I just, he, I'm, let's just move on. <laughs> I don't have words. So he tells him that he wants to remember this day forever and stuffs a chunk of macaroni in his pocket. What? So Fiona tells Ice King not to be sad, backing away from him as she explains they're about to go on a space adventure together. This hold just on, goes just off second. the rails. Yeah, like, just, just hold on a second. I remember what I was going to say. Okay, so Matthew hates macaroni and cheese so much that once I made some that like Easy Mac stuff and I was sitting there eating it and he had to leave the room. Oh, no. And then after I was done eating it, I had the bowl next to us. We were like in like – in separate parts of the room, and he comes over, he takes the bowl, holds it arm's length away, and he's like, I, I can't be in the room with this at the same time. <laughs> he hates it that much. I don't think of mac and cheese. <laughs> I'm totally Good fine to with eating mac and cheese. I just don't want to be in the room. With I it. think my dad and him bonded over their like hatred of macaroni and cheese. It was really interesting. Yeah, you know we're going to get like three emails about this. Like, I can't believe Matt doesn't like mac and cheese. I can't believe it. Everybody hates me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead, space adventure. Space adventure. Oh yeah, cake then enlarges, lifting her butt upwards. And there's a lot of cake butt in this episode. A lot of cake. Yes, butt. a lot. So the giggly ice king and Fiona both hop on cake's back, facing her tail. She lets out a flaming burst out her muzzle and begins to blast off into space backwards. This reminded me of non-cat. Non-cat. Yeah, yeah I, I was expecting a rainbow to come out of. Oh. Yeah. The way she flies backwards reminds me of um. Let's see if anybody remembers. Uh, Powder Toast Man from Ren and Stimpy. Oh, I didn't ever nope. watch. He flies backwards. <laughs> Me neither. It's cool. Disgusting. Don't worry about it. 
<laughs> I can't believe that was allowed on Nickelodeon. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, suddenly, Slime Princess's voice interrupts the scene, asking the Ice King to stop as the story is terrible. It really is. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Uh, the scene cuts to Ice King's castle with Turtle Princess, Slime Princess, Wildberry Princess, and Toast Princess all in cages being forced to listen to Ice King's stories. Ice King is sitting in his chair with his self-written book. They all complain about how bad the story is, and Wildberry Princess proposes that his story might be a new form of torture. <laughs> it's, it's like like when a buddy is like, I just wrote this new screenplay and I need you to read it. <laughs> I was like, glad. Yes. <laughs> Why do my friends still listen to this podcast after they go? Oh. No, this is good. This is all good. <laughs> You know what I love about uh, uh, the Fiona and Cake stories is like they always start off so strong and then Ice King always brings himself into the story at the end and the story goes off the rails. Yes. Totally agree. So Ice, Cream def- Ice King defends his work claiming that it is only a first draft and that his story had everything, action, adventure, and a hot older guy. <laughs> he then insinuates that Wildberry Princess should have enjoyed that part as she has a thing for silver foxes, which Ugh. I love. They like look back and forth and they're like, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Wildberry like, looks oh, at yeah. him with bewilderment and eyebrows. disgust and he like waggles his eyebrows at her rapidly. He's like, <laughs> you know, I both love foxes. and hate that part. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> totally agree. Totally agree. Uh. <laughs> just so funny uh slime princess interrupts uh the awkward moment by suggesting that the story would have been better if there's a little more like real life or if there's more romance in the story which all of the other princesses agree with yeah yeah me too (laughs) yeah me me three (laughs) so ice king then refuses to listen to the suggestions uh standing on the armrest of his chair and covering his ears Suddenly, his robe is blown up over his face, embarrassing Ice King. So he pulls it back down and is then lifted into the air and spun in circles by an unseen force, which also opens all the princess's cages. So Ice King prays and apologizes to Gob, believing him to be the cause of the mysterious actions. Oh, I totally missed that. Uh, Marceline then appears floating beside him, startling him with a boo. I totally forgot Marceline was in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Before watching uh, it again. I, I have thoughts on this when when we get to it. Okay, I've got a thing. (laughs) Ooh, all right. Can't wait to hear it. (sighs) Anyway, Marceline floats and sits lazily on his chair, smiling. Marceline admits that she has been listening in on Ice King's story for a couple hours and begrudgingly states his story was good, but thinks she could tell a better story. In a friendly tone, she calls for the now-free princess's attention, declaring she is going to tell a story. Marceline's story begins with Fiona and Cake in their tree fort, and... Bimo sitting against the wall with an apple on its head. Fiona has two axes, which she is swinging from side to side and then tosses at Bimo, splitting an apple uh, in half that was sitting on top of the of Bimo's head. Bimo and Kate compliment her. Fiona thanks them and says that she needs to do something with her day, as Prince Gumball's missions tend to be lame. <laughs> she spins around and throws her another axe uh, <clears throat> at the wall, just as Prince Gumball arrives holding a tray of pink cream puffs in a bakery suit. Um, the axe barely misses him, slicing through his hair. He disregards the accident, attempting to fix it, and offers Fiona a cream puff as a reward for her most recent mission, which Fiona politely declines. Yeah, when she, she looks like kind of grossed out by the cream puffs, too. Mm-hmm. I, I was wondering about I'm like, why? I mean, they look a little weird, but like, 
come on, cream puffs. Right? Yeah. She's like, Girls uh, gotta no eat. Things. <laughs> so a sudden noise startles Fiona and Prince Gumball, and a blur passes from behind her, stealing all the cream puffs. Prince Gumball size. <laughs> that was a weird sentence. <laughs> so uh, another noise is heard from the roof, and Prince Gumball and Cake refuse to go up to the roof because it's wet. So Fiona then finds a solution and goes to investigate with them in the rain, grunting and carrying an umbrella and Prince Gumball on her back. I love that. <laughs> I have so many thoughts he, about this. He's the, <laughs> the daintiest prince. He is very dainty. Yes. <laughs> so she's carrying him on her back uh, and cake under her hat. And on the top of the roof, Marshall Lee, who is the gender-bent version of um, Marceline. Marceline, is playing his axe Oh. <laughs> Axe guitar and a chilled melody and casually says, hey, to Fiona. <laughs> that's pretty much going to be, that's the personality I associate with Marshall Lee. Hey. Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> he makes an exaggerated, sarcastic greeting to Prince Gumball after the prince clears his throat in annoyance, taunting him while drinking the pink from the jam of a stolen cream puff before throwing it in Prince Gumball's face. Prince Gumball retreats back inside after asking Fiona if he can be taken back inside. I I, I love how he asks Fiona to take mm-hmm. him back in before mm-hmm. just like going by himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. take me away. Yeah, take me back. No, <laughs> yes. take your own damn self back. Yeah. <laughs> Prince Gumball offers her to come back inside when she wants to, after he makes a noise while attempting to go down the ladder and slipping. <laughs> so many feelings about this. <laughs> Marshall Lee calls him a wad after he leaves, and Fiona begins to blush and encourage what he said while Cake tells her off for it. Marshall Lee tells them Lumpy Space Prince's party is going to be great and turns into a massive bat. Fiona then accepts Marshall Lee's offer to go to Lumpy Space Prince's party in the woods by grabbing his hand. Okay, actually, this is wrong because he's like, you're going to accept it anyway, and basically takes her. But anyway, uh, uh, Marshall (laughs) <laughs> totally yeah. have feelings about that. Marshall Lee then suddenly flies off with Fiona shrieking excitingly. After arriving, Lumpy Space Prince declares he is going to sing a song for them. And as everyone cheers, they get on stage and prepares to sing a song for the crowd. Yeah, Marshall Lee's a creep, man. Yeah, dude. Well, <laughs> a bit. We, yeah. Yes, we, we'll totally talk yep. about this. So Marshall Lee tells Fiona to follow her lead as he plays a chilled tune. As Marshall Lee did a move, so did Fiona. Marshall Lee then shakes his butt. Fiona realizes what he's doing and pushes him, saying, hey. So Marshall Lee looks at her and uh, floats, strumming his guitar and singing. So Fiona sings along with him as Cake grows from under her hat, making Fiona's long hair tumble free as Cake takes Fiona's shape and wears her hat and begins to dance with Marshall Lee. Marshall Lee hisses at Cake without her realizing, and Fiona gasps and takes her away while Marshall Lee floats upwards. After Fiona puts her hat back on, Cake takes over singing as Fiona and Marshall Lee discuss whether Marshall Lee is bad or not, and why Fiona wants to spend time with him. Their discussion leads to playful fighting where Marshall Lee trips her up and she does the same. Marshall Lee begins to float sarcastically, saying, oh no, while laughing. Fiona elbows him in the stomach and Marshall Lee kicks her off, making her slide to the end of the stage and causing Cake to step in and break it up. Marshall Lee dismisses Cake, shoving her off into the stage into bushes while uh, walking up to Fiona. Fiona rushes off in surprise and anger to check on Cake. Marshall Lee calls after her uh, to give it a break because it was funny for him. After Fiona checks on Cake, they both agree to leave the party, with Marshall Lee following behind, trying to get Fiona to come back. But his mistreatment of Cake is something Fiona would not put up with. 
Yeah. By the way, there's a lot of singing in this episode. Yes. Between that last song they did, and then there's another one with Marshall Lee. So uh, he gives up trying to get her to come back, and then grabs cake from Fiona and flies into the sky saying, unexpected, and starts to laugh. In a fist, an expression full of anger, uh, Fiona catches up with him where he flies off at a graveyard. So he's standing on a giant tombstone as he summons an army of skeletons with a flashing with a flash of lightning. Wow, I'm stumbling over my words even more than usual. So they help him fight Fiona and one to provide beatboxing for another song. So he begins to sing as she fights them off. So he beatboxes the point that um, he's bad and not little. And disgust, uh, cake begins to enlarge and stretch away from Marshall Lee. Fiona defeats the skeletons while a giant cake and Marshall Lee's bat form fight with each other. Fiona rushes off and pulls Cake away from Marshall Lee, grabbing a hold of her paws, causing him to fall over onto a spear protruding from the ground. He reverts to his normal form, moaning in pain as the sun rises behind him, burning his skin, explaining what he feels is really bad. Cake provides shielding from the sun as she stretches in front of it. Marshall Lee states that this is it for him and asks for, asks for Fiona to admit that she loves him before he dies. Fiona tears up as she angrily accuses him of messing with her head, even at a time like this, and demands that for however long they have left, he stop messing around and be honest with her. Startled, Marshall Lee sits up, admitting that he was not actually dying, that the spear missed him and stabbed the stolen cream puffs under his shirt and says, you're like the realest person I've ever met. Fiona punches Marshall Lee on the cheek, laughing and crying at the same time as she advances on him and with her fist raised while Marshall Lee is screaming in panic. Marceline ends her story proudly floating and crossing her arms with all the princesses agreeing that it was much better story than the Ice King's version. Mm. It's interesting that Marceline made herself into the villain of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she was kind of like a villain at the beginning of the show, too. Like the first couple times that you've seen Marceline yeah. in like season one. Yeah. Yeah. Really jokey. Really like... Messing with them, evicting them. Yeah, and then not really. It was like, hey, like, if you want to be our friend, quit it. Yeah. Yeah. So the Ice King states that it was not good and proposes other endings, but the princesses claim that they like this one. So the Ice King angrily demands that everyone gets out. (laughs) He then wanders into the depths of his castle to a door sealed with a lock in the shape of Fiona's hat. Inside the room is stacked with piles of books surrounding uh, oversized ice sculptures of Fiona and Cake. So the Ice King ends the episode by kneeling down to sparkling statues and praying, stating, I know you're out there somewhere. I just haven't figured out how to get to you, but believe me, I will. I will. And that's (laughs) the end of the episode. OMG. So what do you guys think of this one? Natasha, you first. You're our expert. Uh, well, it's definitely not my favorite Fiona and Cake episode. Yay. Okay. Glad you said that. (laughs) Yeah, we agree. (laughs) But so the whole thing about like, um, Marshall Lee being the, like the bad guy and like Marceline is telling this story and so like I loved how it showed how Marceline views herself mm-hmm. within within Ooh. that storytelling yeah. How, yeah but like Marshall Lee sort of changes in this story I feel like it's kind of like a parallel to her interactions with Finn and like mm-hmm. oh maybe I should stop doing these kinds of things maybe I should like actually think about other people's feelings and recognize Mm -hmm. my own feelings and not like run away from them by trying to like joke around and like mess with people so i i really liked that aspect of it but overall i'm just like ah this one no (laughs) i feel like there are so many thematic elements of 
like, if you think about gender and you think about, like, the role, like, stereotypical roles of, um, you know, uh, cis, you know, male, cis, cis female, that kind of thing, cisgender kind of roles. It's really interesting to me how, like, I 100% agree with you. It's like, how does Marceline view herself? And she's telling herself, telling a story about a gender ber- gender-bent version of herself and the role that marshall lee would play it was just really interesting yeah 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 marshall lee comes across as kind of a sexual predator <laughs> a little bit yeah mm-hmm. yep. yeah he's like that he's like you're just gonna come with you know i know you're gonna say yes to me let's just go and i was just like ugh, that felt yeah. icky right what messaging does that send you know yeah I really hated that line. I'm just like, ah, did you really have to do that? Come on. Yeah, gross. I literally put in here, Marshall's an ass. Why are the, all these guys assholes? Yeah. <laughs> Which makes me love Prince Gumball even more. <laughs> the dainty prince. Yeah, and like, I don't know, anyway. like Prince Gumball even, like, she's like, dude, he's sending me on all these lame, you know, missions, but like, is it because he views Fiona as less capable and so doesn't actually send her on real hero missions like we would see Finn go on. Oh, maybe. You know? Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. And then also, why would he bring her cream puffs? Like, that doesn't even make sense to me. I yeah, definitely I view, like, Gumball is, as a gender-bent version of uh, Bubblegum. It's really weird how different he is from mm-hmm. Bubblegum. Like, mm-hmm. he's very effeminate and uh, very sensitive. Like, the whole, like, it's wet outside. I can't go out there and, like, mm-hmm. carry me. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Which is it, not like bubblegum at all. Right. No, no. So I, I definitely find this episode weird for Gumball, too. Yeah, I agree with that. It, it, and it does, if we think about comparisons, it's like, in my mind, I think Fiona is just as capable as Finn. Mm-hmm. Like that's that that equates to so every other character should be that way too, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's that's not what they do. Yeah, uh, Jake and Cake are pretty much the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they both got the sass. Yeah, they both got the sass. Oh man, but uh, they, Cake's got a, a booty to shake. <laughs> but also, yeah. But did you notice how in this episode there was more like sexuality portrayed? So yeah, we oh, yeah, saw definitely. Cake. Cake using her ass multiple times. We saw um, a lumpy space prince grinding on the gender bent virgin of <laughs> c- cinnamon roll, like in a like really just suggestive way, you know. And then we saw this weird, like unhealthy attachment display uh, for Marshall Lee of, you know, how do you get girls' attention? And it yeah. just is really interesting, really interesting to me. Yeah. Natasha, did you take any notes on like things you liked or didn't like? Yes, yes, I did. Oh, okay, undermine. They're in there. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look before I asked. Also, I do think it's interesting. So we've had this is you know we're at the beginning of season five. We've seen the development of like Marceline and like how Marceline's relationship with Finn and Jake is so much healthier and like Marceline's role within the Candy Kingdom is not this nuisance, but this like friend and actual mm-hmm. like like 
there's layers to Marceline. We don't get any of that with Marshall Lee. No. And and this yeah. is what our our third Fiona and Cape episode is that right? Mm-hmm. So third is it because we haven't had that? Like Marshall Lee doesn't have that depth, or like I'm just curious why the show writers chose to. Pre- present even how like marceline present marshall lee in this way i'm just curious about that what do you guys yeah think? Uh, i don't know maybe it's because maybe again it's because it's his first appearance and like marceline's first appearance she was kind of the villain of that story she was exactly yeah. the same way mm-hmm. just the like very similar way not a not using like the sexuality piece but the that teasing jokey mean mean joking kind of thing Yep, even kidnapping um yeah. uh jake yeah 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 yep. yeah I, I do like that they make that parallel mm-hmm. with Marshall Lee's first appearance and Marceline's first appearance. Um, yeah. I And I think that they did it on purpose, uh, but it is a little disappointing because like we've seen Marceline grow so much and it's just like, mm-hmm. ah, why are we like starting all over with Marshall Lee? Why can't exactly. we get something better? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because like first impression of Marshall Lee in this episode, I was like, I don't really care for the guy. I don't remember if he comes back or not. Do you? He does. Okay, oh, he does. All right. I, there's so much I don't remember from the second half of the series. It's crazy. <laughs> okay, so guys, I have a question. Mm. Okay. Nope, it's too spoilery. Okay. I'll, maybe we'll talk about it offline because <laughs> I don't want to like it. But anyway, yeah. I'll I'll pin it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pin this. Okay. All right. All right. So Natasha, so what did you like? Um, I really liked that Fiona challenges Marshall Lee to like be real and actually like recognize his own feelings and recognize Mm -hmm. that other people have feelings and it just isn't going to stand for his crap and just like no you pushed cake and like you're being weird no we're leaving Um, yeah and I also just love the music the music is awesome (laughs) I agree. I think the music is great too. I I appreciated that Fiona set some really firm boundaries, and and it was really cool how she prioritized her relationship with Cake over this dude who was being a jerk. Yeah, which really is uh, a trope of many um, movies and cartoons and things where we say, oh, you know, they ditch the friends for the the love interest, and then when they realize that the love interest is kind of a jerk, they, you know, end up back with the friends who then have to lovingly forgive. And it's the whole arc Mm -hmm. thing, you know? So I think it's really cool that we didn't see that. And that, uh, Fiona, Fiona just was like, yeah, no, we're not putting up with this crap. I, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm, For sure. Yeah. You guys both made awesome points. Yeah. Anything that you liked, uh, Matt, that you wanted to highlight? Um, I always appreciate, how much effort like they always seem to put extra effort into like the animation in the Fiona and Cake episodes mm-hmm. and like the fight sequences and everything, which they did again here, which I really like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just love seeing the progression of Fiona and Cake's characters, or at least Fiona. There's no progression for Cake. <laughs> but, yeah, not as much. <laughs> yeah. And I love getting getting to hear like Neil Patrick Harris's voice again as Gumball. Yeah, I was yes. wondering if he he was Gumball again. Yep. Oh, it's so funny. And uh, Donald Glover did a great job as Marshall Lee. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Voice acting all around. For some, like, the voice cast they get for the gender bent versions is always so good. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a stellar cast. Although I yep. think there's one episode of Fiona and Cake where Neil Patrick Harris does not voice Gumball. Oh. But I'd have to go back and check. Ooh. I wonder if he was, uh, if his movie career is picking him back up around then or something. Yeah. 
Maybe. Um, I I know we kind of touched on this before, but how cool is it that so there's the there's this thread of Ice King being obsessed with Fiona and Cake and like not like the what what one was it? It was the one we just mystery dungeon that we just did where um the whole point of the episode was he wanted to make Fiona and Cake real. Mm-hmm. And so like he went into the whole point was and so like it's just interesting how Ice King's like obsession with Fiona and Cake is just like highlighted. It didn't start that way, but it's yeah. become that. And I just I love that. <laughs> I think it's just really kind oh, of yeah. cool. You know? I love that Ice King thinks if Fiona and Cake were real, they would actually want to have anything to do with him. Yeah. <laughs> they totally yeah. wouldn't. Uh, but ha- like how go ahead, you first. I, I feel for Ice King because like Oh totally. It's like he's so desperate to have friends and so mm-hmm. desperate to like have people like him and uh it's just like the you poor thing. Yes. <laughs> but also stop being horrible. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He is so lonely and and what is interesting is that he is so like emotionally attached to the gender bent versions of Finn and Jake. And I wonder if mm-hmm. Finn and Jake were like his friends, would he still be obsessed with the gender bent version of them? Mm, probably not. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. So what didn't you guys like about this one? We talked a little bit about it yeah. already. Um Marshall Lee's attitude. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just the attitude. Ugh. The don't tomato like buns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, they I, were like, they were a little too much. Like yes. they they move they move separately, which is the yeah. weird part. <laughs> yeah, we saw some straight up twerking in this episode, like yeah. right up in the camera. Multiple twerking <laughs> situations. Yes, yes. Yeah. Not my favorite. Not my favorite. Matt, how about you? <laughs> Anything I didn't like? Yeah, again, Marshall Lee's general attitude. That's about it for me, though. I think that's really the only thing I didn't like. Yeah. Yep. Matt, what was the snail? The snail was on Ice King's chair while Marceline is floating and having a conversation with the Ice King. And you can see it just sitting on the armrest there, just waving away. Nice. <laughs> snail watch? 2022. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no fill face in this episode. All right. <laughs> what was your favorite line, Natasha? So mine's a two-parter. Okay. Uh, I'm not going out there. It's wet. Yeah, it's wet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just like... Oh, they're they're so sensitive. <laughs> they are. They are. Cake and gumball. Yep. I love, love it. it. I love it. Uh, mine was oh my cheek meat when uh, Fiona hits Marshall Lee in the in the. Face. Oh yeah, that was, great. That was, really that was my runner up line. Yeah. Yes. Matt. Y'all are just hating on my steez. <laughs> Ice King. <laughs> so it's steez short for like stories. Yes, I think so. Oh, I got it. I yeah, I there think was a so. second part to it. And I I totally forgot what it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. I love that because that was I was like I saw you wrote that down. It's like oh, I'm gonna have to find something else. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, Matthew. Uh huh. What's your impression? Unexpected, Marshall Lee. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great Donald Glover impersonation. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> yes. Uh, Natasha, what's yours? So Ryan's a, a bit of the song. Uh, good little boy, that's what you're acting like. Ooh, good. Love nice it. Job. Good job. I had to drop it down a little bit, though. <laughs> My voice does not go as high anymore. <laughs> that is okay. That is okay. You've got a good voice, though. 
Absolutely. Ah, <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, we should do a whole episode that's just like covers of songs from the show and just have guests on for like yeah. singing. That'd be great. That'd be great. Yes. Except the time delay thing. <laughs> well, then again, you know how to play music. <laughs> yeah, we could we could uh we could do a have people record it for us and then put them on. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, that'd yeah. be awesome. Okay, well, we're, you're signed up. If you want to join our Patreon. <laughs> we don't have a Patreon. <laughs> uh, oh, so what's your impression? Oh, I, I was hoping we'd skip mine. No, um, go for it. <laughs> oh, I love this. <laughs> Give me your best ice cake. Oh boy! Oh no! Everybody, get out! Yoda. Nice. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my face is. Oh, that's red. great. Ice King can't take constructive criticism. No, he can't. Neither no. can I. No. <laughs> hey, Matt. Yes. Natasha. Mm-hmm. We got some triv. All right, yeah. let's sync up the trivia song. It's trivia time. Trivia, trivia. All right, so this is the first episode of Adventure Time with no appearances by Finn and Jake. Wow. That is shocking. The first, huh? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I didn't realize it was this far in. When Dr. Prince throws the Inkai reading, you can see that there's a number written on the back of the book. It reads 81321. It may be a reference to Dungeons and Dragons Player's Handbook. All right. Yeah. Huh. There are some new gender swapped characters in this episode Miss Pig. Miss Pig? Yeah. yeah. Is that? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yes. I'm I'm forgetting like all of the people. Uh, there was the male version of tree trunks. Yeah, yeah. But does that sh- does the male version of tree trunks show up er- in an earlier episode? No. Hmm. I don't. I don't remember. I, I don't think so. I have no idea. I'm I don't think so lie. either. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, so we've got Miss Pig, potentially the fe- the male version of tree trunks, a female marauder. Muscle Prince and Doctor Prince. I wonder what um the male version of Free Trunk's name would be. Trunk Tree. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because everybody's everybody's names change. So yeah, yeah. What would it be? Yeah. Elder Tree Trunks. <laughs> Elder Trunks. <laughs> Mister Trunks. <laughs> I love it. Uh, if a viewer is to listen carefully to the preview, the instrument vi- ver- instrumental version of Good Little Girl is played in the background. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh. Marshall's and, Pr- and Prince Gumball's reaction to each other reflect Pr- uh, Princess Bubblegum's and Marceline's, Marceline's relationship as Marceline was the one who created the story. Huh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Question mark? A little bit. Hmm. Okay. Like the that scene- develops. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, totally. The scene where Marshall Lee grabs cake is similar to one of Natasha Algary's artwork pieces. Cool. The title card shows Fiona with a doll of gumball, cake with a Fiona doll, and Marshall with a doll of himself, similar to a drawing posted on Natasha Allegri's Tumblr. Interesting. I gotta find out who that is. She's the one that... She does all the Fiona and cake... graphic novels i guess um, oh snap. She, okay. she created fiona and cake and yeah. then like it launched into the whole it's part of adventure time thing Oof, yeah i should have known that 
She's <laughs> mad. I, I dropped the ball. She's uh, mad. Uh, dropped the cake. Drop uh, the cake. Uh, uh, so apparently Ice King did not believe in Gob previous to this episode, although in I Remember You, he referred to Grod. The title of music, we know that Glob, Grod, and Gob are like the gods of who? Mars. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mars that are... I don't know, they're characters in Mars, but they're also deities on Ooh. Yeah, weird, huh? It It is a little weird. But so it's, yeah. is, is Magic Man a deity? I don't know. I think he's just an alien or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think anybody thinks of him as a deity, but no. like he's definitely a trickster. Yeah, right. he's got magic. <gasps> he's like Loki! He is like Loki. Oh, he's yeah. the god of mischief of ooh. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a lame version of Loki. Oh my god, yeah. you guys! Turns birds inside out. We're making connections left and right. <laughs> to Loki. Uh, Marvel and Disney see. are gonna seize our podcast. That's true. Oh no! <laughs> Cease and desist order. Oh. Uh, okay, the title music plays when Ice King comes over and gives the book to Fiona, saying. This book is yours. Ooh. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, me neither. So Ice King's original story actually matched the title a bit, but the bad person was Dr. Prince, who was acting like a jerk. And Ice King got a little too much carried away by it in the end. Finn hits Marceline in the episode Evicted, like Fiona does in this one. The differences are that Marceline is in her bat form, which was presumably stronger because Finn's hit didn't appear to hurt her much, while Marshall Lee was in his normal form, probably more vulnerable to Fiona's punch, and his face was shown to have swelled slightly. Oh, cool. So I guess yeah. I guess based on that piece of trivia, if we think about the timeline of Fiona and Cake and the development of relationships and maturing of relationships... They're all the way back in evicted times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. 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 Okay. All right. I got to find my stupid grading rubric real quick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have a rubric? I know. Ah! I, oh, I hate it. It just started like two episodes ago. Oh, Natasha, my love. Yes, there is a oh, now goodness. a team no no, which is team no rubric. Team no no. <laughs> Oh, no. And Ugh, we have our fans are divided. <laughs> and uh, yes. And so Matthew has cobbled together a weak ass rubric, but it is still a rubric. Yeah, it's a little, so that's that's the um, the catch. It's like I got a rubric, but nobody said it has to be good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> so let's see. Uh, do you want to predict what this episode's about based on its name, which is. Bad little boy. Last week's prediction. Oh wait, yeah, your your prediction for this episode. Yes. Yep. Do you want me to read it, or are you gonna read it? Oh yeah, your prediction for this episode. Was <laughs> 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 whoops. Why would you need to predict an episode we just talked about? <laughs> My coffee little, is sitting out in the it's living room. Reverse <laughs> reverse timeline. It's fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so your prediction was. In this Fiona and Cake episode, Swoon, we come across a coalition of princes who have decided that they are going to change the landscape of Ooh. They start figuring out how they want to divide up the land, but start fighting over the smallest details. Soon a brawl breaks out and war is declared. Fiona and Cake learn of this craziness and come to stop the bad little boys from destroying Ooh. 
All right. So our rubric is based on creativity. Does it sound like you put effort into it? Yes. I think that episode sounds, I don't want to say better than... <laughs> different? <laughs> it sounds different than the actual episode, and I appreciate that. And if I'm an Adventure Time... If, if I'm an executive at Adventure Time Corp, would I greenlight an episode based on your pitch? Yes. So yes. creativity is an A. Thank you. Accuracy Thank you. does it have anything to do with the actual episode. Well, Fiona and Cake are in it. <laughs> and there's a and there's fighting. Are all the characters you mentioned in the episode? Well, technically, you didn't mention any of the all the princes by name, and yeah. there are princes in the episode. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm going to give that like a C plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, storyline wise, it's not there. <laughs> so okay. Okay. better luck next time. So, speaking of that time, go to predict what the next episode's about based on its name, <laughs> which is Vault of Bones. Okay, Vault of Bones. Jake, <clears throat> on a date with Lady, comes across a massive mausoleum in the middle of the woods. It suddenly starts to rain, so they go inside. They find a creepy stairwell and, intrigued, comma, go exploring. <laughs> As they go to the bottom, they find tons of graves and a group of skeletons who are putting on a play to entertain themselves. They had no idea that they could leave at any time. Oh, fun. Yeah. Sounds like a hoot. And a holler. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, Natasha, any final thoughts on the episode that we just talked about? I I think we covered it. I think we got it. Yeah, same for me. I thought it was pretty good, but not my favorite uh, Fiona Kick episode by far. Yeah. I want more Fiona and Cake episodes, and I'm really excited that there's going to be more. And also, um, I understand that we are looking at, like, the relationship building still needs to occur. I guess I expected Fiona and Cake in their relationship with other people in the Candy Kingdom that they would be in the same, like, relationship level as mm-hmm. our non-gender bent versions. But <clears throat> so that was just different for me. Yeah. Instead, it's like catching up. Yeah. Yep. It yeah. felt like we went backwards and that felt lame. Yeah, for sure. And Agreed. also, I think I want to like champion, you know, strong, empowered females. And I think that this does a disservice for strong, empowered females. Oh. So I would like to, I would have preferred to see Adventure Time do things that were less stereotypical boy girl relationship stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would be nice. Yeah. All right, our next episode, Vault of Bones, IMDb rating of 8.1, overall episode number 116, uh, directed by Adam Muto, written and storyboarded by Kat Osborne, Samlave Zavon, original air date February 25th, 2013, and 2.7 million U.S. viewers. Another drop in viewers. (laughs) I know, gosh. (laughs) That adventure time, rocking the bucket of... Fewer lowness. Good job, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Beautifully done. Oh, so uh. The title card. A nice simple title card. It's Finn and Fiona walking down some stairs Fiona? into a dungeon. Oh, no. Good job, Matt. Oh, no. Good job, honey. Oh, <laughs> it's Finn and Flame Princess walking down some stairs into a dungeon. So I love dungeon episodes. Yes. So they're like some of my favorite episodes. Yes. There's some really cute stuff in this episode. And yeah. also, I just love Flame Princess. I do too. So uh, much. Yes. She is the bee's knees. She's so awesome. She is. 
Um, okay, this episode starts inside the tree fort. Jake is preparing tea and playing with the water while he fills the pot. Finn and, Finn and Flame Princess are playing cards on the sofa. Sofa. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Flame, Prin- Flame Princess sighs and Finn asks, what's wrong? Flame Princess replies that it's nothing. Finn then gets close to Flame Princess and breathes heavily in her face and they both laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I do that to Matt all the time. Uh, what are you doing? Stop it. Jake then asks if someone wants some tea. He turns on the stove and waits. So the flames under the tea kettle grow big and it startles Jake. The flame then turns into the Flame King's head and goes towards Flame Princess whispering, evil, evil, evil. <laughs> so Flame Princess, FP, and Jake are surprised to see Flame King, but Finn simply waves his hand. Flame King apologizes, saying that he thought his daughter was alone and then leaves complimenting Jake's teapot, which he like completely burns. Yeah. A nice teapot. <laughs> So Jake turns off the stove while Finn asks Flame Princess, what was that? And Jake replies that he was saying evil over and over again. Flame Princess explains that her dad is annoying and is always whispering that she is evil when she is not paying attention. Finn then jumps on the table and tells her that she is not evil and her dad is only making her feel bad so she will think she is evil. Which, good job, Finn. That's really good. Yes. (laughs) Agreed. Flame Princess doubts that doubts that and finn suggests going to a dungeon to take her mind off of things jake comes to the sofa and offers them tea finn and flame princess laughingly leave jake alone drinking tea finn and flame princess walk into the forest looking for a dungeon entrance flame princess then uses her heat sense and guides finn to a secret switch that opens a door as they enter finn finds a gauntlet as well as a torch which he asks flame princess to light for him um, Finn, Flame Princess suggests they do not need a torch because she's like made of fire. Finn states that's cool to use torches in dungeons. That's something I like is um, in like these episodes with Flame Princess in like season five, season four. It's like you get these little hints that maybe she is evil, and it's it's it just hasn't come out yet. I like that like it keeps you guessing for a while. Yes, yeah, and I also think it's cool how we're still learning about Flame Princess. Like this heat sense business was mm-hmm. really cool that she had this like power that we didn't know about yeah she has some awesome powers mm-hmm. so shortly after entering the dungeon the two of them encounter a skeleton i love this guy mm-hmm. <laughs> so he asks them what they're doing here flame princess simply replies burning you alive and uh, raises her arms to burn <laughs> the skeleton <laughs> only to be stopped by finn with his own ways of manipulating the skeleton specifically having it do the splits and shouting at it for his own advantage. Like, he's, he just basically scares the skeleton into submission by yelling at it. Yes. So the skeleton <laughs> points to them at a treasure chest that is in the corner. They investigate and find that the chest is locked and needs a key. I love the skeleton. <laughs> do the splits. He's like, ow. Uh, uh. I don't know how to do the splits. Uh, okay. Okay, I'll do them. I, I get. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Great character. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the two of them then go off and search more and find a large skeleton guard. Finn has flame princess. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Finn has flame princess shoot down a bone chandelier and they come charging at it, but Finn seems to fly straight through it. It it soon is revealed to be a mere hologram, unscathed by their attempts to attack it. Finn realizes that if the skeleton is a hologram, then there is something hidden in their area. While Finn searches around, Flame Princess sits down and waits until Finn is done searching. Flame Princess falls asleep, but Finn wakes her up and tells her he found a key, and they get to go back to the beginning of the dungeon to open the treasure chest. I do kind of like that. 
We don't have to go back. We get to go back. That's that's right. Yeah. What a good positive reframe. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, like, that's the spirit of games like uh, Warcraft or uh, mm-hmm. uh, Champions of Norath. Yeah. Well, nobody knows what the hell that game is, but <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right. crawler games. You know. That's right. We don't have to go back. We, we get, get to go, go back. back. Yeah. We don't have to collect a million herbs. We get to collect a million herbs because then we can sell them on the auction place and we can turn them into different things. And it's so great. This episode reminds me of when we started playing Warcraft. I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And you're I like, like, we have to go this way. <laughs> I love this so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost. <laughs> Um, after discovering the key does not work on the chest, they go back to where they are in the dungeon. Flame Princess thinks to herself that this is getting boring. When they get back to their spot, Finn spots a hole in the wall and sees a large vault with a keyhole in it. He gives Flame Princess the key and tells her to go first in, uh, into the hole and open the vault. When she opens it, a winged skeleton comes out and asks her to take its place. She burns the skeleton back into the vault and then proceeds to burn the entire vault to ashes. She straight up kills that guy. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So Finn's disappointed in her for destroying the skeleton in the vault without looking first. But FP defended herself by telling him that the skeleton wanted her to take its place. So Finn searches through the ashes to see if there was anything worth looting and finds a key. And he's like, now we can go back to the beginning again. But before they can go back, FP tells Finn that she's not having fun anymore because she does not like to do th- things Finn's way in the dungeon. Oh, wait. that was a bad <laughs> sentence. She doesn't want to do things Finn's way the whole time that they're in the dungeon. I should just yeah. read the notes instead. of. <laughs> there we go. Oh, it's great. Ad-lib. It's great. Interpreting the notes. This is me without if I don't have notes, I'm like, I don't remember. You should do interpretive <laughs> dance, Matthew. Interpretive dance. I'll just wiggle. <laughs> what does the chair have to say about this? Squeaky chair says yes. <laughs> Our unofficial co-host, Squeaky Chair. Uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she thinks that he's having her do it his way because he he thinks she is evil. Not wanting her to be displeased, Finn allows Flame Princess to do everything her way, which mainly involved burning everything down. <laughs> She burns everything in the following part of the dungeon, which attracts the attention of goo skulls. She gets too distracted by the thrill of burning destruction to notice Finn getting taken by a large, monster-like skeletal beast. It starts to cover Finn in goo, and he is extremely worried that when Flame Princess attempts to save him, she will burn him alive. Yeah, I really like this giant skeleton thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I thought that that skeleton was pretty scary. Yeah. Pretty awesome design. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's chainsaws on its arms. Oh yeah, it's got like chainsaws like oh, yeah. um, tied to it, like on its arms and on top of its head. It's pretty hilarious. Where did they get the gas for those? I don't know. <laughs> magic, magic, mm, everything's magic. Ma- Just explain everything away with magic in the show if it doesn't oh, make sense. Okay, well that makes sense. Yep. <laughs> Grocery Kingdom. <laughs> Grocery Kingdom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when she's about to attack the large skeleton, she instead uses one of Finn's previous tactics. She makes it do the splits and forces it to let go of Finn. Like he did with with Boney previously, which we didn't know that was his name. Boney. But oh, apparently, he has a name? apparently, yeah. When we do um best of at the end of the season, I got to remember single episode characters and put Boney in there. Okay, write yourself a note. You're gonna forget. I will forget. Uh, he tells her <laughs> ADHD brain. He tells her that he was worried about her burning him alive. And Flame Princess gives Finn a very pleasing response. She says she would never do anything that to her boyfriend. And this being the first time she ever calls Finn her boyfriend. He gets the big glistening anime Aww. eyes. 
Yeah. So after finding the way out of the dungeon, they leave with several keys. And atop a hill, Finn and FP try using all the individual keys on the chest to see which one will open it. Oh, God, I love this. So Flame Princess, <laughs> thanks, Finn, for taking her to the dungeon and how she forgot how fun it is to destroy evil things. So Finn suggests next time that they should go to a farmer's market where Flame Princess is like, okay, yeah, we can go there and burn everything. <laughs> so, <laughs> after they manage to open the chest, they find a basically a green butt with eyes that winks at Flame Princess and the episode ends. Why? Yes. <laughs> Why? It's booty. Yeah. Booty. <laughs> booty, 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 booty everywhere. So what do you guys think of this one? Natasha, you go first. I really love this episode. I, I, I love anything with flame princess in it honestly and mm -hmm. just ah uh, it was very well done and yes. so much growth happens for finn in this episode too yes just like he's super into like this is the way you do dungeons uh, yes we have to like methodically go through everything and we're gonna sneak around and then he realizes that he's making this really unfun for flame princess mm -hmm. and he's like oh well i guess we could try it your way yeah. And yeah. he does and then he doesn't like try and overtake her way either. He's like, "Okay, yep, we're going to keep doing this even though he's clearly uncomfortable, but mm -hmm. he just lets it he lets it happen and mm -hmm. tries to understand it." So, it's like, "Yes, good job, Finn." Yeah, yes. he's, he's like giving her the benefit of the doubt. He's like, "This seems like it could be evil, but maybe it's not evil." Yeah. Yeah. I love this episode. Um, so first off, Flame Princess gets a haircut, and she's in a tea dress now instead of a long dress, which makes adventuring much easier, apparently. Um, and I, I just do – I agree with you, Natasha, that, like, you know, Finn is displaying a growth mindset <laughs> instead of a fixed mindset, thinking, mm -hmm. like, this is the only way we do things. It's like, hey, we can try all these other types of – you know, uh, adventuring. We can do this different way of, of exploring through the dungeon. Um, I do. One of my favorite parts of the whole episode was when they're coming up to um, the hologram skeleton. He's like, on a scale of one to a hundred, how comfortable, <laughs> uh, like how how accurate do you think you'll be? He's like, on a scale of one hundred. <laughs> it's <laughs> like it's so adorable. <laughs> and she, he's like. She, she's like 42 42 42 <laughs> no, I never had to rate myself before <laughs> that was which I love that yes that was, yes. that was probably my favorite moment in the episode yes yes yep. that is like relationship crap right there mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm a total well, and he still lets her do it too yes like he, he doesn't just go oh that's a really low rating we should yes. change our plan he's like okay well we'll go with it yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like this whole episode is based on like, so like I had a neighbor once who we were playing some RPG together and he was like dead set on doing everything the way that he likes to play the game. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not having fun, man, because mm -hmm. I was just following him around the whole time. I feel like whoever wrote this mm -hmm. episode probably ran into that experience because that's exactly what this comes across as, because, you know, it's the dungeon crawling thing. So this feels like something straight out of a video game. And you're, you're always going to have somebody in the group who's like, everybody follow my lead. Yeah. And everybody else is like, oh, all right. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I could totally relate to this episode being in Flame Princess's shoes here. Mm -hmm. But also, um, you know, I'm a huge sucker for single episode funny characters. So, yes. yeah, again, skeleton guy. <laughs> Bone <laughs> Sells me alone on this episode. Also, Flame Princess is practically Leroy Jenkins. If you are familiar with WoW, if you're not familiar oh, yeah. with WoW, Google Leroy Jenkins and you will see just the funniest video ever. And it's like 
It was like one of the first memes ever. Leroy <laughs> like, Jenkins. Leroy yeah. Jenkins. Anyway, so it's just kind of fun because she's like, hey, this is just like super boring. And I, I, I originally I was like, I was, uh, I was kind of like, dude, Finn, back up off. You're being really controlling. But then like immediately again, like going back to Finn pivoted and was like, yeah, you're right. I've kind of been, you know, being uncouth and not being cool and. Uh, let's try it your way, and I, I appreciated that. Yeah, it, it kind of feels like a continuation of. Uh, you remember that episode, My Way? Yeah. Where like Finn has oh, to yeah. do everything his way, and he yeah. just starts going nuts. Yeah. And at the end, he realizes, oh, you know what? Doing things my way hurt people. Yeah. Maybe I need to, you know, change myself. So it feels like he's kind of like at the end of this one, he had an easier time doing things someone else's way. So I don't know if that was meant to be a continuation or not, but if so, that's really cool. Yeah. Anything you didn't like, mm-hmm. Maddie? Anything I didn't like? No, I. I love this episode, like, through and through. Me too. Anything uh, either you didn't like? Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's, I didn't, there there wasn't anything to not like. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. it was good. Perfectly fine filler episode. What I do think that they do really well is they set up the viewer to think that Finn is going to be this kind of a jerk the whole episode. And then he has this, like, pivoting moment. And also kudos to flame princess for saying something right oh yeah and like and like displaying you know healthy communication rather than you know keep it in i do think that she you know we did see that typical like hey what's going on she's like oh i'm fine how many women do we know that Mm -hmm. do that (laughs) you know when something is actually bothering (laughs) so I do think it's cool that she she's like, actually, this is not fun for me. And can we like leave? And and I think that was really cool that it was it was a relationship building moment. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Matthew. Yes. Where was the snail? Oh, the snail was on a branch near the entrance of the dungeon that Finn and Flame Princess run into. It's like when the cave opens up, it's like a face on the side of a rock. Uh-huh. And you can see the snail just hanging out on a branch there. Oh, one other thing I, m- I meant to mention, I forgot to take notes on. Yeah. And this is a, a weird thing, but like, I love a voice actor who can pull off a good scream. Yeah. <laughs> and Flame Princess has mm, yeah. the most amazing yell, like when she's yelling at the skeleton at the end. Duh, splats! <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. One thing we forgot to mention is like how he, he goes about finding dungeons. And he just like, yeah, sometimes you just wander around the forest and we're just like, knock on things and move things around. That's and why I like... quit every Zelda game I've ever started. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, man. I, I, I've played a lot of games that were like that, where you're just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to hit things until I find something. Because yep. I'm going back to this town, see if I missed something. Yep, yep, yep. I love it. I love it. I didn't realize I had missed a whole chunk of the game in, when I was playing uh, Breath of the Wild. And I... I, and it was only because I was like, okay, well, before I try and beat the baddie, I need to, like, I want to find all of the shrines. And then I found this whole section that was necessary for me to be able to beat the baddie. I was like, oh, I'm so glad I went back and did <laughs> mm-hmm. all of this. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Natasha, what's your favorite line from this episode? Just Finn's line. I've been acting like an uncouth lout, milady. I love that. Love I love it. that. <laughs> so good. Yeah. My favorite line is uh, both Finn and Flame Princess. Uh, Flame Princess, do the splits. <laughs> Matthew got really excited when he when he saw that that was the episode we were on. He's like, "Yes, this is my favorite line of 
the entire series. One of my favorite lines of the entire series. Yeah. I don't well, know if I have a favorite line. It's pretty line. epic. I think my favorite line is. <laughs> yeah. I love that one. Mm. Um, I mentioned mine already. Scale of one to a hundred. Scale of one to one hundred. It's so funny. <laughs> and he just like, and he like, his little fingers are up. Oh my goodness. He's like, whatever, whatever. Just oh, yeah. one to a hundred. What is it? <laughs> and he's yeah. like, yeah. excited about it. 42. <laughs> Uh, Matt. Yeah. What's your impression? My impression is the skeleton guy. Uh, don't yell at me. <laughs> Why is it so like LSP? <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember what his voice sounded like. <laughs> I can't remember either, but I mean, I, I buy it. It's good. Thank you. Natasha, how about you? I forgot how feel how good it feels to destroy stuff. <laughs> I'm not yeah. very good at impressions. You're okay. All good. It's all good. Did Remember our last episode, Ice King, just a minute ago? Yeah, yeah. Don't even stress about it. What's yours? Um, evil, 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 evil. Nice, Flame King. Nice. Yeah, that I love that lame. they brought Keith David in just for like one line in this episode. Yes. It's like, I don't mind. I'm doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this is between doing uh, Air Force commercials and playing the president in Rick and Morty. He probably had some time. <laughs> I didn't even realize. Yes, oh, it's the same by. guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Great gosh. actor. He's in uh he's in a lot of my favorite movies. The thing. Ah, oh, so funny. Also, good job, Rick and Morty, for using representation and having a black guy actually voice a black guy's voice or er, black guy character. Yeah, too bad every other yeah. black character that show is done by a white guy. Ah! <laughs> my man. So close. <laughs> yep. That makes me sad inside. Oh. Yeah, this episode <laughs> yeah. super rad. Okay. Uh, let's get on to some trivia. Some sweet triv. Yeah, yeah. It's trivia time. So this is the first time that Flame Princess's hair is not up, and it appears to be shorter than usually seen. However, when she says snake fire, her hair is up according to the hard to tell, which is the favorite article on Pendleton Ward's cartoon Tumblr. Hmm. Hmm. Half of that made sense to me. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm not sure what that was referencing. <laughs> Me neither. That's what you guys I, get it. Maddie, I am not were... on Tumblr at all, so I'm just no, like I, I, don't even I didn't know even know Tumblr, know Tumblr still existed. I thought that was I thought that was done. Oh, I'm still trying to figure out what, what Instagram means. <laughs> You're joking, right? No, I, don't, I feel so just, old. This, I don't know. I, all I know is it's like a social media platform where it's just pictures. I was like, okay, so Facebook, I guess. You know what? I don't like um I, I'm not gonna get on TikTok. I've already decided I'm not doing that. Because TikTok, TikTok I, is like I don't need another thing that's gonna suck up my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, the, our poor oh my glob Instagram is just collecting dust. I don't even remember how to log on to it. <laughs> oh no. Probably got people in there like, hey, you're the oh my glob guys, right? Right? Did Are I make you, you still angry? there? <laughs> <laughs> Answer me! <laughs> uh, this is the first time Finn, well, we knew that. Uh, Flame Princess refers to Finn as her boyfriend. This is the first time Flame Princess uses Finn's sword, too. Mm. I wonder if this is the first and last time, or does she use it again? I do not recall. I don't know. I can't remember either. Oh, my goodness. In this episode, Finn refers to Flame Princess as FP for the first time. Likewise, she refers to him as FDH. Which I love. Yeah. That's that's the first time we've ever heard that. Uh, FDH. I'm really here for the... The, the nicknames and the abbreviations in episodes. Yes. Just, yes, yes, absolutely. So 
every, every time I hear Finn the human, I always think of the James Baxter episode, Finn the human. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to get to that one. It's so nuts. It is. Oh, yes. Let's see. Uh, the deck of cards that Flame Princess and Finn were playing, uh, which has faces on the back of them, is the same deck used in All the Little People by Flame Princess and Lumpy Space Princess. Interesting. Interesting. Flame Princess shows new abilities in this episode. She displays Heat Sense, which she uses to detect detect things like the dungeon trigger. She can also create blue flames, similarly to an oxy-fuel torch. I really like the heat sense. That's great. Me yeah, too. that was really cool. Um, this is the first episode not to be directed by Larry Leechlider. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Finn... I thought it happened earlier. I thought I, so I thought too. There was one before, but I don't know. I guess. Yeah. I guess this is the first one. All right. Hmm. 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 Finn was moving his eyebrows in the same way uh, Ice King and Marceline did <laughs> in Bad Little Boy. Yeah, I noticed that too. I noticed that also. Yes. A lot of eyebrow great. raising. So when Flame Princess, blah, Flame Princess and Finn's, re- I don't know, I it. <laughs> Flame Princess and Finn's actions in the dungeon seem to reflect Dungeons and Dragons. When Finn decides to let Flame Princess do things her way, he then acts much like a dungeon master, saying things like, "There's a door over there. What do you want to do?" And it's a legion of goo skulls. How do you defend? When he asks, "How do you defend?" Flame Princess replies, "Snake fire." To which Finn states, "Fire burn goo." <laughs> This problem-solution result format of dialogue is much like Dungeons & Dragons gameplay. Huh. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the inside of the dungeon and traps are similar to the ones in the Mayan Temple in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, fun. All right. Uh, when Finn asked Flame Princess how good she is at throwing flames, she responded 42. This may be a reference to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, as 42 is the answer to the ultimate questions of life, the universe, and oh, everything. Nice. Mm. Oh, uh, cool. So then it's the highest rating. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, nice. Oops, my bad. We had some good trivia for that one. Hmm. All right. So, predictions. Your prediction for this episode, based on the name Valto Bones, was. Uh, Jake, on a date with Lady, comes across a massive mausoleum in the middle of the woods. It suddenly starts to rain, so they go inside. They find a creepy stairwell and, intrigued, go exploring. As they go, as they get to the bottom, they find tons of graves and a group of skeletons who are putting on a play to entertain themselves. They had no idea they could leave any time. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, Matthew. <laughs> so, uh, creativity? Does only put effort into it? Yes, I love that. It sounds like a blast. We don't have enough Lady episodes. Yeah. Uh, if I'm an exec at Adventure Time Corp, would I greenlight an episode based on your pitch? Maybe. No, I'm joking. Of course I would. It sounds great. <laughs> your predictions are getting better by the, by the season. Thank you. Uh, accuracy. There. So there is a creepy stairwell. They go exploring, but by they it's Finn and Jake. Uh, uh, Finn and uh, Flame Princess. I'm so used to saying Finn and Jake. <laughs> They're skeletons. Uh, they don't entertain themselves, though. They could leave at any time. Well, you know what? It's pretty good. But are all the characters mentioned in the episode? Half of them. (laughs) (laughs) Finn is. Not Lady, though. Oh, wait, wait. Wait a minute. What are you reading, Matt? Oh, no. Wait a minute. Oh, boy. Uh, Jake, not... Okay, so, no, none of the the characters that you mentioned are in this episode. Jake's in this episode. Is he? At the beginning. Oh, yeah, he was. He was at the beginning. Ugh. My poor brain. So Matthew looks at me like I'm going to be mad at him if he gives me like an F or anything. But I don't, you know, it's it, it's fine. Well, as far as how close it is, 
Um, you got a lot of stuff in there is right, but the characters are completely wrong. Mm-hmm. So B minus. Oh, I'll take that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. What would you have rated it, Natasha? Uh, <laughs> the pressure's on. <laughs> Natasha's like, uh. <laughs> you don't have to answer There's that. There's also extra credit. <laughs> What's the extra credit? Extra credit. Um. <laughs> we got pizza for lunch. <laughs> you shouldn't say things that your mouth can't cash. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> You make me laugh. Do you want me to predict the next episode, Matt? Or Natasha Celeste grade you? Oh, oh, we're doing that. Oh, oh, we're actually doing the grading. (laughs) Oh no. Oh, I don't know. Um, hmm. I think as far as accuracy goes, I would probably give it a C. I'm a much harsher grader. That's okay. (laughs) It's funny because most of my friends are. When Sarah did ours, like. She was like, yeah, no, this is enough. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. Oh, but man. I mean, I do agree. Like, there's the creepy stairwell. There are skeletons. And Jake was there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. It's cool. I can live with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So do you want to predict what the next episode's about based on its name? Yes. And by the way, this is an episode I love that I know you're going to hate. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, no. the, the, the great bird man. <laughs> okay. So two things came to my mind when I thought of this. First off, Condor Man. Ooh. And if you don't know who Condor Man is, it is a old movie. It's like a James Bond kind of movie. That uh, this man, his name was Condor Man, and he was like a bird. You told me about this years ago. And we used to watch this as kids all the time. So uh, that's what came to mind. And then Bird Person from Rick and Morty. Bird Person. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I am Phoenix Person. I am Phoenix Person. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so there's a new hero in town, the great bird man. He flies. He shoots lasers out of his eyes. He lays eggs of gold. Feeling the competition, the duo races to hero faster than him. Oh, boy. Yep. <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> wow, Matt. That oh, was no, the most disingenuous <laughs> thing I've ever heard you say. Oh, that sound fun. Oh, my God. All right. All right. Uh, Any last thoughts about this episode? How about you, Natasha? Um, I just think it was a great representation of both video games and Dungeons & Dragons in this episode mm-hmm. it was yeah. it was a lot of fun lots of I references agree. and we like zoomed through this episode and i don't think it was like intentional i don't i, I think we all really liked it and that and that's why like when it, we find that when we really like something it, we get through it really fast yeah. Like, yeah it's great we also, don't have anything our, to pick on yeah. our synopsis for the um fiona cake one was much longer than the usual synopsis too that's true oh um, yeah Matt, what about you? Any any last thoughts about this episode? I love Dungeon Crawler episodes. I don't think there's a single one that I don't love. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. There's something about it. Reminds me of playing video games. Mm-hmm. So and it's they're always fun. And uh, Finn's always in his element in the dungeon episodes too. So I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I love seeing the progression of their relationship and, and the maturing of it too. So totally agree. That's yeah. exactly what I was gonna say. It's just like. And you get great monsters in this one, mm-hmm. funny side characters. Mm-hmm. This episode has it all for mm-hmm. me. I love it. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. 
I think that um, watching them progress as a as a couple. Uh, the other thing that is cool about this that I was thinking about when I was you know with my prediction, like Finn and so Finn and Jake's relationship is so secure that they can go out and do different things with different people, and everyone's cool with it. Yeah. Do you ever have that yeah. friends that's like? wants you to hang out with them all the time or like if you have other friends and you don't invite them to things they get upset or Mm -hmm. things like that right like it's like it's so cool that you know finn and feeling princess can go in dungeon and and have fun and do this stuff without jake and jake's just like a home sipping his tea and cool and whatever you know yeah i I just think that's awesome remember a couple episodes ago finn's like oh jake's like ah i don't like what you're doing at home i'm gonna disappear for like four months yeah right (laughs) (laughs) oh yes yeah (sighs) but anyway i thought that was just like a a little point that i thought of and and then of course all the things you guys said ditto yeah this one was fun this was a fun episode to talk about i listeners seem like you guys did it again you liked like some minor episode more than like a major episode. <laughs> Except like, how do you grade minor versus major episodes? Like, come That's on. That's true. Yeah, the, exactly. These, they're all equally important. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, uh, I totally a lot of my favorite agree. episodes are the ones that don't have to do with like the bigger picture of mm-hmm. like the story. I mean, this one still does because it's Flame, and, Flame Princess and Finn. And that's kind of a major through line of the season. Yeah. 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 I'm really interested to see. I know Matt's kind of given me some hints about their their relationship and where it goes, but I have to say that at this point, I'm really, I really am digging on this storyline. Mm-hmm. I I do love the further development later on. Yeah, yeah. That's oh. all I'm gonna say. Okay. All right. So, folks, you have made it through another episode of Oh My Glob and Adventure Time podcast. Yeah. Uh, you can reach out to us on the socials at Oh My Glob, Oh My Glob Podcast on Insta, Twitter, and Facebook. You can email us Oh My Glob Podcast at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail at on our phone number 216-260-GLOB or 216-260-4562. Yo, yo, don't forget to join our Patreon. We Stop <laughs> bonus it. Bonus episodes. <laughs> 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 Natasha, where can folks? Um, I know you mentioned they're on Anchor.fm, your Team Avatar podcast. Is that right? Yeah, Team Avatar podcast. We're on Anchor.fm slash Team Avatar podcast. Um, we're on Apple iTunes um, and Spotify. And we do also have an email, Team Avatar podcast at gmail.com. So feel free to email us anything that you think about the podcast or if you want us to talk about anything specific. That's great. awesome. And thank you so much for joining us on this episode. It's been a lot of fun. Natasha is always yeah, a treat to talk me. to you. You're amazing and wonderful. And your face is Aww. always radiant and shining. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. 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 <laughs> I never know how to sign off anymore. <laughs> That's the hardest part. It is. It is. <laughs>